Okay, well, this is happening. It's sad to me that women should feel bad about wanting to have a fuckboy. It's, it's like taking the nicest poop you've had and putting it back in. Sit on my face. Seth. Okay. <laughs> I may or may not have daddy issues. <laughs> but we have mommy issues. I am a unique man! And I deserve nothing but the best. Oh, hey there, all you groovy gals and cool cats. Welcome to Men and Women by Men Who Don't Know Women. I'm Adam. And I'm John. And in this episode is uh, just John and I. Uh, Sort of talking about some interesting things that have happened in my life. Uh, and then from there, it spirals into every willy which way. Do you willy even know what way? this is about? I have no idea what this it's about. This is you winking it? Because, yeah. Uh, well, you haven't listened. You, haven't, you actually haven't heard of this episode in a long time. You actually, I actually don't you, listen to any of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> is this a good podcast? <laughs> Write in. Please let us know what you think at men and women at don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't plug our email. Uh, oh, uh, at donutwomen at gmail.com. It's been so long. You guys have been email. very heavy, John, these past couple of weeks. I do apologize. I've been holding it down. Uh, yeah, you've really been... Uh, we, we haven't put out an episode... From what I haven't heard. We haven't put out an episode in like over a week, because guess what, people? We have real lives, too, not just podcast lives. Don't break down the third wall. We have nothing. This is it. There's this is th- all we have. Support us. Share this. The third wall. This is the third wall. <laughs> is the third wall. Because everyone's trying to break down the fourth wall, and I find that, you know, we got to get to the third first. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're going even farther. Yeah. We're, going, it's no, not even, we're going closer. Yeah, we haven't broken through the third wall yet. We got to, yeah, okay. I got you. I am with you. Sorry for derailing you there. Okay. So much put a door in. Uh, so no yeah, need for those four walls. Yeah, seriously. What's the deal with all these walls? <laughs> Where's there a door? How are you going to get in the place? Uh... So uh, this episode is basically, yeah, it's just being Adam. Uh, if you're not sick of us yet, tune fuck in, bitches, because it's just us. <laughs> we got nobody else here. Uh, we're talking about uh, anxiety, and uh, we get into a debate about uh, whether or not they should teach better communication skills in schools, uh, because we are definitely qualified for that kind of a discussion. Um, yeah. And if, uh, if you... Uh, happen to agree with one of our sides please let us know uh, on twitter at don't know women at gmail at don't know women at gmail.com uh yeah so uh enjoy the show i had a really weird thing happen to me um end of Okay, end of my junior year of college, I was so she was uh, a year older than me, and uh, she was like in a few cl- business classes of mine back and forth, and I thought she was like, like just fucking just beautiful, like this beautiful wholesome girl, and like to me she was like this complete unattainable person, and I and I would stare at her for days and days or whatever. So it basically I did that for three years and then um finally at the end of um she was graduating and we had a course together and i i somehow i got her number i think i got her number through on this toilet flushing in the background of that it's really it's real classy sexy uh say so, <laughs> that's about how my story's going yeah um uh but so uh i, I somehow I, I asked for a number i don't i don't know how i got the confidence to do it but i did it and um she gave it to me, and uh, she was like really interested in to, to hang out. At least it seemed that she was really interested to hang out. And I texted her and been like, "Hey, like, do you want to like meet up?" And like, this is she's about to graduate, 
and I have a house. I have my buddy's house off campus. So basically, all my all the juniors are gone now, and I'm like up there, like hanging at my buddy's place still. And uh, there's a uh, you know all the seniors on campus, and so she would text like, "Hey, you want to meet up?" She's like, "Yeah, sure." A bunch of us are going down to the like, there's like a little beach or it's on Sebago Lake. Uh, my college was, and uh, and so there's a little be- beach down there, and she's like, oh yeah, like we're all going down there. You should come down. So I came down, hang out, and I was like, okay, this, it was a bunch of people. It wasn't like I was hanging out with like just her, right? And that was cool. And I went back, and I went home, and whatever. And I texted her and being like, oh yeah, that was cool. Like, do you want to hang out again? And uh, she was like, yeah, definitely. You should come over. And uh, I was like, hey, how about like we go for ice cream? It was a hot day. And she was like, yeah, yeah, surely like, come on over, and then we'll go for ice cream. So I get yeah. over there, and. I get in her room and her roommate's there and they're just shooting the shit. And then her roommate decides to like, maybe just, it's not decides. No, hindsight. Of course she, her roommate came with us to get ice cream. Like my date was chaperoned by her roommate. It was really weird. It was the weirdest thing. That's the weird, like, oh, I thought you were going like where she's like, no, where you were like, yeah, yeah, let's go for ice cream. She's like, well, okay. But like, how about you come over first and then we go to ice cream. Well, yeah, and, and she was giving me signs like, like when, when I first, like when I first asked for a number, like we were texting back and forth. She's like, "Oh, like, you know, I really wished you did this earlier." Like she was like sending me signs like, "Oh, right. like, yeah, this is good." Sure. And I was like, "Oh my god," I'm, I was like, "Fucking like so fanboying to this fucking girl." Was the roommate just uh, like an idiot and kind of cock blocking you, or was it like no, underst- no, it was totally. understood between them? It, 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 okay, so okay. Let's say let's say this. My awareness was at if we're like we're rating me in like Madden, you know, my awareness is at like a three. So there could have been mixed signals of like I could have totally been like no, like no, like oh more the merrier. You should totally come to get ice cream. Uh, oh my know. dude, you totally. I don't did think that. I did that. I, I don't bet think you did I did that. that. You did that. I mean, my my backbone. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know me more closer than any a lot of people. So like, uh, yeah, shit. you're right. But probably no, I, did I mean, that. I don't know. I'm just I'm kind of fucking with you. But like, kind of yeah. fucking with me. Yeah. Kind of. So I don't know. But I remember that happened, and um, I just couldn't. I couldn't shake it. I couldn't get with this. I couldn't. I couldn't get with her alone. I think, like you know, maybe I just wasn't seeing. Uh, now that I say it, I'm. I'm seeing totally like everyone's just like you idiot. She just didn't want to hang out with you. Um, there wasn't maybe a time that's the case when you were it like when she was like yeah come over and you go over there and you go like into her room and her roommate was like oh maybe I'll just get out of here and then you were just like no nah, you don't well, have get to get out of here. Well, we're gonna get out of here and get ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Oh God, I wasn't cool enough to make it happen. If it was the case, it's like you know, like this was like the one. Like oh wow, actually, I can't say this is the one. That's oh, like there was a. I'm gonna have I have a whole million of these stories. We can just keep going through them all. So you're saying you you're like you're there and you don't have like the ability to make anything happen, but like you're just, you're just happy. Uh, to I be don't there. have the ability. I don't even have the ability to like. Oh, totally happy to be there. My buddies, nobody was staying at my buddy's house. Just me. Like, they all left. And I was like, well, I'll just chill up here for this. I think there was one other uh, one other friend of mine who was just, like, you know, post-college, like, not wanting to go back home, just getting really drunk. I think that was the case. I think we were just, me and a buddy of mine were just, like, just getting really drunk there every day alone, being like, yeah, hey, we just got a house and junior year college, you know, whatever. But... Yeah, that really fucked with me. 
because that was like me leaving. I had no, probably that whole half year, I had like no real like play. And like this was a girl that I was like, oh, like she's graduating. And I've been obsessed with for like this, like I'm obsessed with like, you know, like she probably wasn't my, I had another girl that was like uh, in a, like a group of, like in a like part of our group of friends that I was like, whoa. Yeah. She's the one. But this was the girl that was like, she's the one one. But I could never attain her, so I had to like focus on this other one that was attainable, <laughs> you know. So like, but she was the unattainable one, and then oh. it became attainable. Oh wow, yeah, that was like, and so then like, like, and then she like texted me like, oh, like, like you know, we were texting back and forth. And to you, it's like she's still unattainable. So you're like, how am I? How how what? is this going? This is this is happening. And then, happening. and then all the dates were totally like, oh fuck, like yeah. Yeah, I couldn't be alone with this person. You're yeah. right. I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have been. She's just, she's too angelic and just perfect and just like. Oh, oh. my god, that's disgusting. Oh yeah, Ugh. totally, totally gross. Yeah, I was so fucking, just so I would like stay like make like bad life choices to be like maybe I'll get laid, like maybe if I if I just stay up here like I should probably really be getting home and trying to get a job over this summer. And like an internship, and it's like, ah, fuck trying to get an internship. Like, I'm going to stay up here for like an extra three weeks while seniors are up here and see if I can like, you know, finally get laid. <laughs> like finally have sex with this girl. That like, oh. It's like such a, like a stupid high school fucking, ugh, it's such bullshit. Dude, also, I feel like that, that like mentality of the like uh, seeing a woman and imagining her to be this angelic, wholesome or innocent, whatever it is in your mind that you're making her, that to me is just... She was like a sexy baby Jesus, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's just gross. It's kind of gross, right? It's, uh... I don't know what it is. It's probably super fucking weird and Freudian and, like, fucking God knows what the fuck it is, you know? But, uh... Ugh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying I haven't done that, like, but... she could have taken care of me. Like, that was... You know, that, that's probably part of it, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, she's, like, older. I'm, like, away from, like, home. Like, this is probably a weird fucking thing. You You're know? just looking for a mommy? Yeah. If uh, if she's listening, uh, hey. And um, if my girlfriend's listening, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, that was a joke. That so was a joke. Okay. I play a character. So how did, how did that end? <laughs> you just fucked it up and it never happened. Fucked it up, never happened. Uh, stayed an extra couple days. Kind of stopped getting fucking message responses. And... Uh, slowly receded and then like fucking tucked my tail between my legs and went back home for the summer to really kick it off huh she totally fucking she i bet she gave you like i bet she was giving you some explicit signals and you were too nervous to either pick up on them or or like uh take the opening and then she was like well fuck this guy oh god yeah 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 there was one point like where we met and we were going into her dorm that first, like that, that second time after like the the like the beach hangout, um, where like we were going back in her dorm, that's where her roommate was and whatever. That I was like totally like walking in there. Like I remember like having to like walk, like with like the like the like the sem the semi semi the semi erect the erection. Ooh, is this oh weird? Uh, hold, hold on, just just we got and we're back. Uh yeah, so I was walking with like that semi erection where it was like. I was like waddling in because like oh, I'm going into her fucking apartment. Oh, oh my god, dude! I was such a fucking weasel, just a fucking. <laughs> dude, 
If anybody knows what I look like out there, you know this fucking uh, douchey smile fucking face. Holy shit. Like, oh, oh, I hate, I, you know, you look baggy, like, and it's not that I see, like, that's a missed opportunity, like, oh, you know, I do, I see this missed opportunity. Um, no, but, um, it's not like, you just wish you could, like, look back there and, like, not feel like an asshole, you know? I, w- I, I don't wish that it went better. I don't wish that, it, like, anything happened. I just wish that I wasn't just, like... I feel like I was... Like, I'm such a talk. Like, like th- that's that's such a... She gets to, like, tell her friends, like, yeah, this, like, weird younger kid like I went on, like, two dates with. And, like, I tried to keep getting him alone. And, like, he just, like, wouldn't get it. He just kept and, like, inviting my roommate with yeah. us. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Just, like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not... We're not having a threesome if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> I just couldn't get a fucking signal. Um, but, you know, whatever. And that's not even the case, too. It's just because I'm self-obsessed and I assume people will be talking about me and I'm fucking lunatic, too. You know, I guess that's kind of part of it. Maybe they were. Maybe they were talking about you for, like, a few days and then... And then I'm some... gone. I'm out of the fucking... And then some fucking guy came, like, to her house one night like and was invited over because I couldn't fucking please her after she was begging. Sure. And, um... That's possible. Um... Then he he did something weird, and that was the new story for that month. You know, yeah. fucking everybody's doing things weird. But I, I think I think you, you know, and that's um, anxiety can fuck up so many situations. Like that that's 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 an. Would you think that's a, you think that's any? Would you would you call that anxiety? It's more. I shouldn't just label what you what you were feeling or. Whatever. Oh, totally. Oh, I mean, yeah, totally anxiety. I mean, it's. Is anxiety fucking? Uh, I say fucking. If you even guessed this podcast is recorded outside of Boston. Um, fucking anxiety, kid. Yeah, uh, it's. Is it anxiety to have uh, like nervous? Like I guess yeah, nervous is anxiety. Uh, to have like those poops before you fly. You know when you fly and you just like can't stop pooping. You ever get those? Or it's like having like nervous diarrhea. I don't get that before I fly, but I get nervous diarrhea before dates. Not anymore. Uh, nothing worse than that. At, one, like, at the end of the day, you know, you're like getting your asshole eaten. You're like, don't go down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude. At what, one point, dude, let's do it. Fucking, dude. If you're getting so nervous that you're having diarrhea before your dates, you're probably not getting to the point on that date where she's eating your asshole anyway. So you you probably don't have to worry about that. Oh, well, please listen, tune into our episode. Um, I like it rough. Oh, wait. I mean, gentle. Uh, because. Uh, it actually tackles a very similar issue to this, and um, John, I do believe you might be wrong. Oh, good point. Touche. Touche. Uh, but, do, what, okay, what is the, do you think there's a difference between being nervous and being anxious? Or What's the difference between, like, being nervous and having anxiety? I think anxiety is reoccurring, where nervous is during a specific situation. So nervous is akin to a situation where anxiety is to like a whole, um, okay. no, because a no, whole issue. Well, but some people have social anxiety, and that's going yeah. into a social situation makes you so anxious that you. Well, you that, that's anxiety. You don't get social nervousness. Social nervousness will be a specific situation in a social setting where you're nervous. Where if you continue to get that nervousness in social situations, then that's anxiety. But a specific situation, it's like every, all nervousness is anxiety, but all, but not all anxiety is just nervousness. Ah, ooh, 
Oh, I like that a lot. So yeah, so nervousness is like is is a form of anxiety, but it's 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 far more acute, and it is always caused by some specific external factor. Yep, absolutely. And you can uh, see that definition at, at the at Don't Know Women uh, dictionary that we're putting out very shortly. <laughs> yeah, the Dick Dictionary. The Dick Dictionary, where John and I just. Bullshit our way into explanations and definitions of things and use it as fact. <laughs> yeah. Because we're a couple of dicks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but uh, See, that's the problem of confidence. So that's why I should have stayed on the end where I didn't have confidence and I was just fucking updates. Now I have confidence and I'm just running with bullshit that comes out of my mouth being like, oh, well, I'm great. Uh, that, that was probably a correct definition. Well, this is also men and women by men who don't know women. Like the whole point of this show is that we're a couple idiots just trying to figure shit out. So if not, anything that we say confidently, I think people at this point know to take with a grain of salt. If not... Yeah, um, because it's actually not confidence. It's please, just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> please don't don't be gullible, people. Don't, don't, let, don't, don't listen to everything. Don't believe everything you hear. That's what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Um, believe it. So, uh, dude, yeah, I've, I mean, anxiety has fucked up so many, so many situations for me, man. So, like, oh my god. Until like, I, until recently, I I didn't have any control over my social anxiety because I didn't even know I had it. There was um there was a girl that I would talk to on the train. I saw her. This is how I met her on the train. Um. Uh, this isn't the one I dated. This is the one I, I saw for a, a date one time. And I don't want to give away this story. It gets juicy. Um, so I met her on the train, and I this is what I did. This is fucking so douchey of me. Uh, we're on a commuter rail. It's a very long train. And um, I saw this girl day in and day out, and I had no idea how to talk to her. So what I did was um, she was sitting a couple seats in front of me, and um, I sat like maybe like one behind her and uh, I started like pretending to like really rock out on my headphones and like sing and like, but like not sing, but like, like mouth, mouth the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. did the yeah, mouth and lyrics on but, a podcast, but, but, but it's, it's, you're doing it disingenuinely. Like you're doing it. So in hopes that she'll see you, like if she, if she wasn't on the train, you would never be doing this. Oh you're yeah. Not never be doing this. <laughs> okay, and, cool. and, and totally like, <laughs> you know, to a song that's like very funny and silly for me to be singing. Very fucking put on. Uh, but I, uh, I was doing it and, uh, and she looked over and she saw me and I saw her looking at me and then I, and then I, I, I noticed, like I, I gave her like the, the look that I noticed and I kind of like, like blushed and gave like a, Oh, 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 you just caught me. Oh no. And like, like childish, like, Oh, like very embarrassed. And I put my eyes down immediately and, uh, and like, like give a, like a pretend embarrassed and, uh, it just totally got her like, Whoa, like this guy and like. And then I, I I started making small talk to her, and I, that was such like a smooth move by me, uh, in, at least in my head I felt it was. It was really kind of like cunning and fucking devious and shitty, uh, and I'm sure super douchey if anyone sees me around. I wish there was a video of this so we could see like how disgustingly fucking baby like oh goo goo gaga you know like fucking i i know like i i i like i hate it like that kind of shit just like it's just i find it. I don't want to say I hate it. Hate's a strong word, but like I, it, it's I don't know if skeeves me out because I don't find it gross. It's just like it's it's just so, it's so boyish. Ugh. It's like ugh. And, ugh. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Ugh. It, 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 it's a it's romantic comedy. Ugh. It is, but it works sometimes. Is the weird thing, right? 
Like, yeah. No, this is a desperate time. This is a time where I was like, um, I was on online dating and I was like talking to uh, a lot of women, but I didn't have any real intention of meeting up with them. It was just like to talk to them to like see if I could get them to hang out with me and then be like, that was good enough. So like. You're like the equivalent of like a hot girl posting pictures of her. These are my selfies. Uh, yeah. It's like. These, her, these are my gym selfies. It's a, it's you telling jokes. It's you telling puns to women on Tinder is this equivalent of them posting their bikini photos and then getting guys to respond to them. That's how fucking good my puns are. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. And um, it, it, it's super just a fucking weird, terrible, gross emotional time for me where I was just kind of skeezy and devious and um, but like safe and reclusive. It was a weird, uh, weird time for me. And um, uh, what was I? Uh, oh, that, that, and so uh, she started talking to her. This was the only girl that was in my life that I could see that was, like, in real life that I could pursue. Um, I work, like, you know, with a lot of women, so I'm not going to pursue, like, anything there, like, you know, any through friends there. And, like, I wasn't going out to, like, bars and, like, talking to women, so, like, that wasn't going to work. So, like, to me, like, this was the one person that, like, I got to see every day that I figured I would do something with. And um, uh, I did that. Uh, I moved. After she saw me there, we started talking, and I moved up to the seat next to her. And we talked the whole way down, and I asked her for a number at the end. She said no. She had a boyfriend. Then, you know, we took the train together for a little bit uh, at, at, like, different times. I would take a later train just to, you know, whatever, sometimes, and, like, whatever. But, uh, you know, we'd see each other. I asked again a later time. Um, she had a boyfriend. She said no. She had a boyfriend both times, I didn't Um And then, like, a lot later. Not a lot later, but like she ended up getting a car, and then like maybe like a month or two later, I sent her a text to be like, "Hey, do you want to meet up?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And I went and I met up with her, and I was so fucking nervous. Did you like meet her at a bar or something? I met her at a bar, yeah, and like made it clear like this is a date. Like she must have like broken up with her boyfriend or something like that. Uh, so I went and and I got and I was so like I can't imagine how nervous I was because. This was like a month or two later. Like she ended up getting she she was getting a car in the middle of that. Like so we were talking about her thing. So um, uh, on that thing on the way back and forth on the train. So when she got a car. She stopped taking the train, and I didn't get to see her. And then I had no woman contact, like woman female contact for a bit. And I went and I texted her, and like this person who I had like I ended up having like really great rapport with her when we would ride the train together and hang out, and we had a date together, and it was. One of the more painful situations, I was like pulling, it was like, where was that fucking, where was that fucking magic we had in this train where I convinced you I was fucking this weird mystical fucking guy who was free loving and singing and fucking such a, it was, it was such a facade meeting real life that it was like, it made me feel so uncomfortable and fucking weird. So you, you just, you couldn't keep up the facade. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And she I saw, was a real person then. And she saw I right was a real through person. it and didn't like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. She did not she, like what she saw. She liked the facade Adam and not real Adam. Yeah, real Adam was not... She was not a big fan of... She was not a big fan of indecisive Adam. Where it was like, what do you want to do with your life? I was like, whoa. You know, all those things I told you on that fucking 25-minute train ride every day was just idealistic. Now we're talking for like an hour, 15 minutes. Once it gets a little stretched out, we're like, ooh. Ooh, this is going poor. Oh, 
no. You know, I could have held. I can. I can hold it for twenty five minutes. I can stick in the facade. After that, like you give me longer than that, it's gonna get dark and weird. Uh. And uh, yeah, I just like it's. It's funny how. You know, you everybody's uh, anxiety comes out in a weird way, and I think mine comes out in like a facade. Oh no! I I see exactly what you're saying. I see exactly what you're saying. Like some people withdraw and become um, very quiet or reserved, and other people um, mask it by either. Um, like super flamboyancy was what I was doing. Yep, or I was doing feigning, feigning that you're more outgoing than you actually are. Yeah, and I, I was going like super over the top because for this longest time I was just lonely and didn't know what to do to like get a a, a real life woman's attention, or, like to talk to a real life woman. And I, when I finally like talked to her, I was just like using this defense mechanism, which wasn't me. It was like this. Ooh, what do I think is cool, like. I'm sure I looked like I was like, I could have, I, I, you probably couldn't have told the difference between me and like, like, like me and like a, like a guy between auditioning for like a Ryan Reynolds role. You know what I mean? Like a role that was meant to be written for Ryan Reynolds, but Ryan Reynolds was like, fucking, I'm not going to do that role. And like, oh, we need plan B. And like, let's get Adam. And that's what it looked like. It looked like me, like being like, like, like super like boyish and like playful like oh, in a my. rom-com. I, I know you like a really and shitty rom-com that had a bad budget, so they had to get a they had to get a shitty actor, and then he's like, This guy is just this guy's a fucking doofus. Because I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be the guy who could pick up something. I wanted to be the guy who could do these things because like I was able to do it online and I could get to like someone to be like, Yeah, here's my number, like come hang out with me. And I don't I, the idea of meeting with somebody was so fucking crazy that it was like uh, I don't know, I, I that was like my desperate move to do it because there's not a chance I would do that to a person who I could meet at a bar. And, like, the fact that I was doing something that was, like, so, like, flamboyant for the her to see me. Like, look, I'm acting. It's very theatrical. You're you're seeing me fucking mouth the words, these things, and fucking, like, maybe air drum on the train. Like, something super ridiculous like that. And, uh, and it was like, oh, this isn't me. I could, like, doing that was playing a character. Oh my god, dude! That's 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 amazing. That's like I feel like that's so relatable too. And what's so beautiful about that, especially what you were saying about the online dating shit, where you're like, you could it was easy to keep up that character forever when you're talking to people just through dating apps because you're not actually talking to them. You can you can be that you can be that character for as long as you want, and then you're like, you're almost. Like you were saying, you were you weren't like really meeting as many women in real life. You were just meeting women online and not really ever meeting up with them. Just and and there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah, mean, and, 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 but but women online liked the character I created exactly. So, so it's it like, better than me because it's a character that that wasn't me. Well, so what's it's confident me? What, what you were doing right, I think, was like using d- like the dating apps to build your confidence. You know, a- a- to build your confidence talking to women. I think that's great, and I think like pe- people do use that for that. And I think like that's an amazing uh, use of online dating. But I think that wait, wait, what's funny about like that that example that you were talking about is that you were building confidence as this fake character. <laughs> so then you go out with this like confidence on the train, like you're this fake character. 
and then you fucking get to the date and you're like holy and what to go on a date you like you hit like one like thing you you hit like one fucking like wall with the character you're like oh fuck like then real adam comes out a little bit and she sees that and then you see that she sees that real adam comes out and you're getting more nervous and then the character just like unravels like right in front of her eyes yeah, yeah it's like a character gets like this weird backstory that wasn't initially there it's like oh yeah i said that but it was kind of like this and like it's, it's like uh, it's like the reverse of Kaiser Soze. Like instead of like <laughs> instead of like a normal person, you're just like you turn into this like weird cripple. Yep, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> ah, shit, I dude. Well, that, that's funny. No, and I, I can relate to that so much because um, I like I feel like the way that my anxiety my anxiety manifests itself in both of those two ways that we were talking about, and I don't know. I haven't figured out when. I don't know. Like it's just, it's so random too. Sometimes when I'm feeling anxious, I, I get I get really withdrawn, and then I want to just be more agreeable to other people. And uh, then there's other times where I feel like I I feel like this weird like but, like nervous like butterfly in the stomach type anxiety that I want to mask with um uh like fake extroversion. So I go and I try to be like, like you were saying, like an actor, more theatric, more theatrical. I'm making more jokes to people. I'm like, you know, there's there's actually a little bit less substance to what I'm actually saying because there's no substance in my mind. It's all blocked by anxiety, and all of my actions are to make people believe that I'm feeling fun and comfortable and not actually anxious right now. Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing of like when you try to go your whole life trying to make people happy. A lot of times you never develop, you not you never, but a lot of times you don't spend a lot of time developing yourself, and I think that's a big thing. That's something I'm going through right now. I personally feel that way. I'm sure a lot of other people are feeling that way. Of right now, it's like, oh, like, you know, what do I, what the fuck do I want to do with my life? Jesus Christ, like this is insanity. And um, am I going to pursue another career? Am I going to, what am I going to do? Do I, what, 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 do I ever want kids? Do I ever want this? Do I ever want that? It's such a fucking crazy thing in your life that you're you're thinking. But like, so many times when you build up that facade to protect you, you people hide behind it. You have to learn. You have to start kind of like. It's the idea of I think so many situations I've been in, I've tried. I've I've used charmingness to to get out of uncomfortableness and i think that's because a lot of times i forget how good being uncomfortable is uncomfortable is the only way you can really feel growth but so many times you'd be like pot like how positive yeah f- like be- going through an uncomfortable situation so, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so say say i'm having a hard time with somebody and i don't like the way that they're talking to me maybe it's at work maybe it's some the guy you see every day at the bus the guy this 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 person that person whatever it may be Whoever it is, you may be feeling like, oh, like this is this person is treating me poorly, and I want to talk to them about it. But in all your situations with them, you just try to quell the 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 weirdness. You try to quell the anxiety or quell whatever the thing is bothering you because it's easier to have an easy conversation than to have a hard conversation. It's easier to 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 kind of just use your charmingness to kind of ah, like, let me see if I can get out of this without actually having to do anything. And it's because. That's a survival technique you have, and I think I did that. I I use this serv- I, I use this technique where I could like build up. I could be like, "Hey, this is what people like," and I found out what what people liked and did it like a math, like a like a game, like a Call of Duty or whatever. I 
I learned where the spots are that people go. I learned where this is, where this is. And I started playing it like that and being able to pick up women like that through online, but not ever making it build the fruition because it was, to me, it was fake. It was a fucking video game. Right. I mean, but I mean, it makes sense in a way where it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of almost like a natural survival instinct where you're like, like if you're feeling anxious or if you're feeling lonely and you're like, that's like threatening to like you it's threatening, as yeah, a it's, person. It's scary. It's uncomfortable. So then you're going, you're going, all right, how do I like get through this? And maybe, and like your, your, your mind is just trying to get rid of that feeling. So that's why a lot of times we make the, I think, I mean, again, I don't know. I'm totally spitballing we, here. We, we build facades. Yeah. Yeah. We make, we make like the, the, sh- we make poor decisions on how to, fix that like shit or how to stop that bad feeling so th- there was uh, I-, I was talking to somebody about uh about first dates at one point and and they were saying um with them that they that if they go for drinks they'll more likely they're more likely to have more than one drink with a person just because whether it's first dates or second dates you know just because it's it's impolite not to go for for first drinks um and it's 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 impolite not to stay for just one drink if someone takes their time to come or like you know if you drink a quick one very quickly, and um, and I I think that's the same reason why people, it's people spend so much time trying to please other people where it's you know you may go on a date and you're like oh like should I leave after the first like uh, oh like I'm not really digging this but I don't want to be inconsiderate and it's like it's not you being inconsiderate it's good for another person to know if they're really off putting. You know, it's good for you to tell somebody politely and like an adult, like, hey, like, you know what? I'm actually not really feeling this. Um, uh, I'm I'm going to get out of here. And if they go, oh, like, oh, I'm so sorry. What was wrong? You can just go, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm a real big fan of uh, seals. And um, you, you talked about clubbing seals a lot and it really off put me. And so I'm going to get out of here. That should be what's accepted. That, that should be super accepted. Because that's so, it's a good way to grow. And it's a really uncomfortable situation. But the problem is, nobody ever grows. People just go, oh, like, she didn't fucking return my calls. Or, oh, he didn't fucking like me after that date. And they don't know why. And it's because nobody nobody has the heart to say what they really feel. And it's because everybody wants to build this facade. Nobody wants to have an uncomfortable situation. Nobody wants to tell somebody that this was wrong or this was bad. Or this was uncomfortable. And it's and it's okay. I, I do the same fucking thing. I get out of all my conversations with that. And it, I, I I just think it sucks that we we all act like we want people to be better, bigger and better. Be an adult. Be the real thing. You're this. You're that. You have to have a higher standard. But nobody ever is having those those real conversations that you need to be having. And you have it at a, a high level of politics. And you have it at a low level of just fucking bullshit conversations. Schoolyard conversations. Right. And it's, well, and, and then what happens is people avoid those uh, the uncomfortable conversations when they're right there happening. And then you stew on them. You stew on them, and then your emotions get involved. And you and don't th- know what the real problem is. Right. You think it's one thing. Oh, it's this fucking person. Oh, it's it's prissy bitches. It must just be prissy fucking bitches. It's just it's really hard to say, like, hey, like I really don't like the way that, you know, you uh you you spit every thirteen seconds in our conversation. I thought you were a really cool guy, uh, but you spit all the time and I find that very off putting. 
And then that like that person must be like, oh fuck, like oh that sucks. Blah, blah. But he's gonna go home and he's gonna be like, oh, what? She's like my spitting. She's like my spitting. After a certain point, like that, hopefully, unless the guy's like super deranged, he's gonna be like, yeah, what am I saying? Yeah, she's like my spitting. Of course, she doesn't like my spitting. I'm spitting. Like that's fucking ridiculous. It's a weird situation where it's it's almost like when you're you, like how. In some ways, you're uncomfortable a lot of times to tell somebody that they have food in their teeth, right? Yeah, yeah. When telling them they have food in their teeth is doing them a favor by going, hey, man, you have food in your teeth. I don't want you to go walking around all day with food stuck in your teeth. And then people are looking at you being distracted by your teeth. But you're go- but to tell them that they have food in their teeth then is making them feel embarrassed for that one moment. And it's almost like you don't want to take responsibility for them feeling embarrassed. And you're like afraid to like quote unquote hurt their feelings. But that's how they learn. So they learn one. They learn, they, they learn two things. They learn one, at this very moment in time, I have food stuck in my teeth. <laughs> but they also learn that food gets stuck in my teeth and it makes people uncomfortable and they had to tell me. And I know it made people uncomfortable because it was uncomfortable for me to hear. I don't want to hear that again. Therefore, I'm going to check my teeth. This it's it's it's, you know, it's like Matt. It's like if thing- this if you tell people this, then they will, you know, it, yeah. yeah, totally. And they, the other thing that they learn too actually is they go this guy's a, a like maybe in the moment they're like, oh, this is really embarrassing. I can't believe that guy's calling me out for having food in my teeth. Which I just honestly, I don't think people even react that way to it. But regardless, is there? Hey, you fucking slob! You look like you had a salad. Yeah, they're gonna learn that you're a real motherfucker. For, because like you're you're gonna tell them that they have food that, in their like teeth. Like it is. Yeah, you're not gonna be some stupid fucking faggoty yes man, and you're also not gonna be some person who's just <sighs> the more contrarian you are. The more interesting you become naturally, it's it's the the more different you are than other people, the more what's that inelastic or elastic? What do you want to be? You want to be elastic? You want to be inelastic? I forget what it is. Uh, el- elastic is being more flexible. Oh, uh, you want to be you want to be inelastic. You want to be that one thing. You want to be fucking niche. And the more you know, you tell people like it is, the more interesting you're gonna be because you're not gonna be like every other person. But you you know you also shouldn't tell somebody they're fat. You know, you got to take... Well, see, I, I don't think you should be you inelastic. Shouldn't be fat. You know? so, so maybe you shouldn't be inelastic, but you shouldn't be too elastic, is what you're saying. Yeah, you don't want to be too... Is it even is then elastic? What, then the... what are you? Then what the fuck are you? If you're too like, oh, I'll go with the flow with everything, then what are you... Like, yeah, you're fun to be around, but are you... You're just... Are you going to stick up for me? You're a f- are you going to be there for me, or are you just going to be a fucking... You're a formless mass. With just, you're just... You'll be fun, but you won't be substantive. You're you're like observing life instead of participating in it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's too much. They go too deep on you, bro. Well, you can actually catch this in the new ex- <laughs> encyclopedia of uh, don't know women. <laughs> um, coming out this fall, the Dick Dictionary. Don't forget it. <laughs> I like how we we're like plugging this twice. They're actually gonna think it's a real thing. Uh, I wish. I wish it is <laughs> like the, like they are that gullible. No, I I have more respect for you, listeners, that you don't think that for that's you a thing. in Omaha, Nebraska, listening. For you in Tallahassee, Florida. For you in Bangkok, Thailand. For you in Bath, United Kingdom. Oh, I know a very special somebody, or special two somebodies that live there in Bath, the UK. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
they're our big subscribers. Um, For Paris. In Paris. Shout out to Paris. Um, what are we even talking about anymore? Um, we were talking about anxiety and what people do to mask their own anxiety and to deal with it. And uh, a lot of times uh, they make shitty decisions on how to fix their own anxiety. Yeah. It, well, it's because it's too easy. It's so complicated. Okay, here's the thing. If you're trying to fix your anxiety and you feel like it's going well, you're probably not doing it right. Because it's going to feel fucking shitty. In order to grow, it has to feel fucking weird. I, I you have to go while you're doing yeah. it. That, that's a really you know, good. I think that's a really good point. Changing actually. your skin for a lizard must, like when you molt as a lizard, it must be the weirdest feeling in the world. And it's because you're changing your skin. It's probably just really itchy. You don't feel like it's like a constantly like ripping like a Hulk shirt like, ah! for like, 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 yeah, like half know. a month. It's just constantly. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Uh, people are gonna hate us for those screaming in your ears. Love you guys. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's a really good point, though. That if you if you're not feeling uncomfortable during the times that you're trying to work on your own anxiety and and overcome uh, those kinds of feelings, you're probably not doing it right. You're probably coddling your own anxiety, and you're just like, um, you know. Well, it's mentally working out is the same thing as physically working out. Well, it's not the same thing. You can't pump your brain. But it's the same thing under the, the, the respect of, like, you're going to feel it. You're going to work on your fucking head. You're going to feel it the next day. You're going to work on your, your arms. Guess what? Your arms are going to be super tired. You're going to feel it. You, you do a good workout on your arms. You're going to be like, oh, wow, I had a good workout yesterday. Look, I can barely lift my arms. Look, I can barely... Think about the problem that I had before because I just worked out my brain so well. And that's what you have to do. You have to put your yourself through that stress. And uh, I, I know I sound preachy, um, but I've never done this. So, you know, I hope you listen and you find someone who knows more. No, dude, it, no, but but honestly, it is really true. But I, no, I will say from my own experience, honestly, that like, uh, even one year ago where I was in terms of, um, like anxiety or, um, general outlook on life or whatever, I was, it, it was night. I, I feel, I feel like I almost feel like a different person now than even a year or two ago. And that's just from going out and actively, trying to get over the things that were just holding me back in my life. That was, that was just my own mind was creating them. What were those things? Uh, it was things like anxiety, like social anxiety, the fear of, um, uh, going out and being with groups of people. I don't know if it's fear as much as like, I would feel anxiety in really large, in like large groups of people or in certain settings or like on dates or romantic situations. So, so, so situations where you felt you had to kind of prove something. Yes. And maybe I, and, and that, that's the thing is like, that's that, I mean, that, that's interesting because that's uh, another thing that I think that's helped me is reframing 
just how I live my life. It, it, it's also like settling my own ego. My ego was, I think, running wild a little bit and and adding to my anxiety. Going, you need you need to like be somebody. To, you need to prove something to these people. Something's expected of you. It's like, well, f- no, like who are like who am I? Like what a fucking asshole! Like you, every everybody's just trying to do their own thing. Nobody gives a shit about me. Everybody only cares about themselves. And I mean, that's I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's like that's just. That's that's the way. Like in in the sense that I'm going out thinking that people actually like care what I'm doing. Really, is is it's narcissistic. Do you care? Do you think that those people were people that you wanted to be around, or was it people that you? A little of both. Both there was there was people I uh, people I wanted to be around, and then there was people I didn't re- like. It's not like I wanted to like needed to get away from them. Where it was just like, oh, I don't, like, I don't care for you. It's but like, it, it, or, what, you, what is this? Yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel that same pressure with people you don't like? That, that that's what, that, I think that's where I'm trying to act. Do you feel like you need to put out? Because I think for me, going back to that mentality of uh, understanding that being uncomfortable is better than being comfortable. So me even saying like, like, hey, listen, like. You know, I, I don't like what you're doing. Like, uh, you know, I'm just not a big fan of it. Like, can you please stop? And them going like, hey, you know what? This is kind of like what I do. Like, having that conversation, then you at least should, you should have that conversation so you at least get it out in the open. And then like, oh, guess what? You don't like each other. You know exactly where you stand. We're like, I think I've never had that conversation with people because I'm fucking pansy. And I suck. And I, I, I want to be able to have those conversations where I say, hey, I don't like, I don't think you like, I don't like what you're doing here. For even them to go like, yeah, you know what? No, whatever. And then me to be like, oh, okay. Okay, we, we don't like each other. We're cool. Like, we're not going to like have this weird seed of resentment. It's like, oh, we both know where we stand with each other. Like, oh, right. you know that person? Like, and then that's such a much better place to be at than this weird, ambiguous state you can get at with people when you don't like fucking communicate well. Yeah, it, it's it's so true. And, and I've, ha- I've had situations where I've started out as a more agreeable, like, yes man guy. Like, um, just like in a workplace, I can think of one where there's like when you're, it was somebody who was just taking advantage of me being nice to them and helping them out all the time. And then I had to get to a point where it was just like, where like, I realized that like, oh, okay, they're just kind of being like an asshole, right? Like, it's it's not like, the, it, it was, it was much of, oh, I thought this was a person in need and I'm going to help them and be nice. And then to the point where it was like, ah, this feels like they're Fuck taking advantage of me. And to the point where it's like, hey, man, uh, yeah, honestly, I can't help you. And, and that was a harder thing, too, because it's like you almost have to be even more firm because when you start to be firm, they don't take you seriously because they think you're like a pushover. And then you have to be like, no, it's like this. Yeah, but I think so. But... What ultimately happens, I've had similar situations, what ultimately happens when you've, when you've been that kind of pushover and the thing like that, and then you do like, no, it's like this, it comes off super cunty. Oh, it does. Because you've been holding back this resentment or this weird thing because you've been too big of a fucking pansy to resent to, to present it where it's been a, a okay form. It's okay to say, I don't like this. And that's the hardest thing. I don't know that. I, I'm saying this. I'm saying this so passionately because I don't know that. I, I want to know what I'm saying, and I'm saying it into this microphone, and I maybe I'll listen, and maybe I'll learn it, but I don't. It's 
you you are right you're right you're right about everything you're saying and but you know what else you're damn straight but and uh it's okay to be cunty sometimes it's okay it is but try to avoid your you know it's 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 okay to seem like you're be, it's okay to it's okay it's, to seem like you're being it's okay to seem cunty to people but sometimes but it's not cunty to say something that's like hey i don't like what you're doing but that's not cunty that's that that is that is an, that is an adult it's cunty when you hold it back and then you, and then, and then it comes out of your mouth like, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it is, it comes off that way. Um, but it's, oh, that's okay. You know, cause sometimes you just find yourself in that situation. And honestly, when you're in that situation, sometimes people, like I was saying, people don't fucking take you seriously. So then you have to be a little bit extra firm and you risk coming off as being a dick. You're probably going to look like a dick for that instance. Totally. That person's going to feel maybe kind of shitty about it. And then they're going to go apologize to you right. and then don't backtrack on your shit and be like, Oh no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But it's that's okay. the thing is the only chance they have to grow is by you saying something. Otherwise you, you go into a state of ignorance where it's just ignorance. Nobody knows how you feel until you say how you feel, and you can try to portray it through 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 emo- through like uh, like physical um, like displays, and and some people might be able to pick up on it, but you can't expect the whole world to be able to pick up on it because not everybody is like you. Not everybody picks up on social cues like you. Not everybody picks up on visual cues, on 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 theatrical cues, on anything that you're doing. So you have to be able to say what you need. You have to be able to, to, to vocalize it and vocalize it, you know, like like politically, of course, but... Well, yeah, and that was that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately is how they teach English in school, but they don't teach... Or, you know, they teach... English. Lang- they, yeah, they, they teach languages, <laughs> but they don't teach how to communicate. Yeah, so you're saying body language. They teach well, they, they they teach verbal language, but they don't teach body language or social cues. But they don't even really teach verbal. They they teach you how to say the boy and the girl walked to the store, and how to properly. Yeah, but but, but kids understand that that means the boy and the girl walked. Isn't just arbitrary words. Yes, but they don't teach you uh, how to actually communicate with other people in normal in in, in real life. They don't. They don't teach you how to communicate in social situations. Body language would be a huge one. Body language would be a very nice one to to tell. Also, um, like they should have taught me fucking public speaking in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? They should. They should teach. They should teach. Like literally that young, they should teach kids how to. When do you think? I don't think I was ready for public speaking. I remember. Of course you're not. Of course you're not ready for it. That's the point. No, no, no. Seventh, sixth, sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, totally. No, give me as a first grader. Get me on. Get me on the podium. I'm delivering a speech. Hi, (laughs) I'm John, (laughs) and I'm here today to talk about otters. (laughs) They're my favorite animals. They don't teach kids how to communicate, and they should. Is all I'm saying. Is all I'm saying because. Everything we're saying is like, you know, some people have anxiety. Some people are more extroverted than others. Some people, uh, uh, you know, some people like have Asperger's syndrome and have uh, an actual like, you know, their brain cannot process certain social cues in the way that other people can. Yeah, but they shouldn't be in the same classes as you. That's I mean, that's that's that's. 
they shouldn't be in the same classes as you, but they, they learn differently than you. That's all it is. They learn differently than you. They shouldn't be in a class where they learn about social cues. They should learn about social cues in a different way. Yeah. I did not understand what Asperger's was until um, I dated a girl in high school who's, with Asperger's. No, whose brother had Asperger's, uh, and even. Totally. And even then, it was like I had to get it. Like, what? That's a thing, you know. And it was like it's like, and then and then people, it's you know, a failure. But I don't know what fucking any other diseases are. Who am I to say? Yeah, but, one thing or the other. but at the same time, it's a failure all around. It's a failure to to everyone. But but as a kid, Williams syndrome, uh, or right, Asperger's, all right, all right, uh, whatever. But but regardless, when I was a kid, I grew up with I. You know, we're playing dodgeball with a kid who has severe uh, autism, and uh, people are fucking with him, and so to the point where like he goes crazy and gets really upset, and everybody thinks it's hilarious because he's overreacting about these little normal things that we're saying, because because we don't get. But this thing is, it's it. I, but here's the other end of the, 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 the other side of the spectrum. How do I? How can I trust first graders on knowing how to handle somebody having Asperger's? So they do that. Guess what? They're gonna get or not Asperger's, maybe autism, whatever, whatever, maybe so, or Down syndrome or, or any weird any disability that you may have or somebody may have, and and somebody's picking on them or getting them riled up over something that that they're particular about. It's they're gonna get. Kids are fucking sociopaths. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna elicit other anger problems because guess what? It gets people off of them and hurts other somebody else, what? which makes them rise their ranks in a social if you, life. If you tell them what Asper, like, no, that's not gonna like. Oh bullshit! That it fucking changed anything. Just because you heard what Down syndrome was, did you ever stop saying retarded? Let's be honest. We grew up in the times that we grew up in, and we do the things we do, and we're we're kids. Nobody, we're idiots. Nobody ever fucking taught me what Down syndrome was. I you go. I had to literally. You would you do? This is how. This is how I as a, as a person learned. Then your, what, then your parents fucked up. No, hold your on. Parents fucked, hold totally on, fucked let me, up. Let me fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I can. I learned about Down syndrome by by going by seeing a person that has Down syndrome, and I go, Why do they look like that? And then somebody has to explain to me what Down syndrome is. But th- th- that's the first time you think you might have heard it. Because what are they going to say to you? It's it's difficult to say that that person has Down syndrome because then you might look at every person that looks like that and say that they have fucking Down syndrome. Well, well not every person who with a big head may have Down syndrome. That's the difficulties of teaching a child. You well, have on, to understand on. when you, where. Yeah, okay. If you fucking try to teach them exactly what Down syndrome is or exactly... I'm not saying... I'm not saying specific... Oh, then you're going to all of a sudden look at every person with autism when you say what autism... Autis- if... if if you just teach them that there are people that experience life or communicate differently than other people, like you don't have to say, oh, this is what Asperger's syndrome is and this is what autism is, is you go th- that there are other people that communicate differently than you. And when you are in this kind of situation, maybe you should try to do this instead to try to communicate to this type of person. And they're just like to prime you with that. Nobody ever t- like nobody as a nobody told me that nobody. You see, you're right. You're right. Nobody told you that. But here's the thing. You still get in situations now. You still get in situations now with people who may not communicate in the same way you do. They may say things differently. They may they may word things differently. They may preface things differently. Sure. And that gets you upset still. Regardless, you may look at somebody and be able to tell obvious signs of uh, certain Wait, what, syndrome. What do you mean it gets me upset? Uh, you may look at people and be able to tell an obvious signs of certain syndrome or a certain mental disability and you may be like okay i'm gonna put whatever they said past that 
but there are situations where I've seen you get a text from somebody and get really upset at the wording of the text or get really upset at somebody who prefaces things this way. And sure. And, and the difference is that people learn differently than you. And you know that people learn differently than you now. You're saying it now. You know that because you've lived this long and you experience things and you're an intelligent person and you're perceptive and you're able to do that. But things still slip our minds in the heat of passion. And guess what heat of passion is? Heat of passion is in a situation where you're in the, maybe you teach kids and they're in the concrete jungle. They're in the schoolyard. And the schoolyard to, 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 to us, that, that was our whole fucking world. Of course. The but that the whole fucking world. And guess what? Things slip your mind with, with in emotions yes. just as they would in an emotional situation when you get a text from somebody that may not be worded this way you want it to be worded. So that means you shouldn't even try to teach people that? You shouldn't try to teach them? I'm not saying they don't try. How how do I know that they don't That's what teach you're that? See, here's the thing. How do I know that they didn't teach that to you and you're still not learning? What do you mean? How do you? They didn't teach it to me. I'm telling you. How do you, you. know? You're, you're telling me. I'm telling you that they did Clearly, didn't. you're still not even listening to it now. How do I know? What? You're not listening to it now. You still fall victim to the same situations. So how do I know you haven't been taught that? How do... Fucking because I have not been taught. Fucking, I didn't oh! know. Were you taught that as a kid? Do they teach? Fuck you. They yes, did they totally did. They taught you that there yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, guess what? My life is a little bit different because I have dyslexia. So I was taught that I learn differently. And then I, I learned that every a bunch of other people learn differently. Granted, my situation is different than yours. See, I was taught that, that there are smart kids. And, and then there are fucking there dumb are kids. Stupid kids. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. And that's fucked up. That's so funny. That's fucked up. Nah, they're, come on. They're like Tough they, they go they go because I, I almost had like because like for for me they were like for me I was really good at math when I was and they were like oh you should be you should go to that's this, what like, they didn't teach you about autism is, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no honestly it's like, I mean I, I mean honestly I could be I could how do be, we break it to this kid I could be slightly on the spectrum potentially I mean yeah, for, for all I know yeah. somebody uh, somebody will know but it, w- it wouldn't not be you. it wouldn't be super far fetched but um. Like they were just like, oh, you're like you're a smart kid, who's like good at math, and they're like, there's uh, these other smart kids that are good at math, and I see these other like, and is it that, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what we're. I actually kind of don't really know exactly what we're talking about anymore. I was just saying that it's like I think we should teach people to communicate better because literally when I was in college, um, I was in a program for, uh, to be a, a pharmacy. Uh, I was in a pharmacy program for a while. And I took a class uh, with other um, like healthcare, like to be healthcare professionals about interpersonal communication as a healthcare professional. And the shit that they have to teach you in that is like, to some people, it seems like the most basic common sense rules for human interaction. But they were finding that a lot of healthcare professionals. Uh, there were there was a lot of mishaps in terms of uh, prescriptions or diagnoses, whatever, um, because of the, all the communication breakdowns. Because people were communicating so poorly, doctors and patients, and they literally have to teach you uh, how to communicate with them, and it and it helps. But see, there here here's the difference, and that's 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 the problem when you talk about communication. Uh, people when people talk about communication. They mean everything from one person to one person. So 
on this podcast, you and I may not have a lot of com- uh, communication, but then all of a sudden we have a lot of communication between the guests, and people lump communication in as a whole with everything in a cog of things. There's not a lot of communication between you know the public and this, between this and that, and it's because there is a communication breakdown, but people don't ever narrow down the specifics of it because nobody ever wants to fix the communication breakdown. That's the thing. The only way to fix communication breakdown is to have an uncomfortable conversation about communicating. I agree with you, but I'm saying to be able to do that, you need to teach people how to fucking do it. And I don't know that they don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying nobody learns a lesson anyways, so how the fuck do we know no one's been taught? Because everybody fucking knows. Everybody knows that everybody learns differently. Everybody knows this big fucking microcosm, but how do we know? Uh, yeah, we're mean, all fucking assholes. What all it is, what basically, we're just fucking mean? super selfish. What we don't give a fuck about people. What does that mean? How do we know they haven't been taught? Some people have not been taught this. Do you not accept this? No, I, I accept. I accept people that haven't been taught it physically by a teacher to that. But I do not accept the fact that anybody who is past the developed age, let's say fucking twenty-two, I will, let's even give you twenty-one as a Dude, fucking past. Uh, okay, hold on. Well, I see exactly what you're Anyone saying. Anyone in 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 uh, fucking I don't know. No, sure, I, everybody. I, I, I okay. I, I now specific now, cultures. Obviously, culture has a variance, and within your culture, you learn that people in that culture have certain whatever you know of course but translated to everybody over there totally i see what you're saying but we were just talking about before how when you have anxiety right you know like you go oh i have this really terrible feeling and i need to get rid of the feeling and when you don't know that you have anxiety and you just have this shitty feeling you start doing weird thing you start making poor decisions to fix that problem a lot of times like people will drink heavily whatever it is so yep so i mean some people some people learn how to deal some people just through life experiences learn how to deal with their anxiety in a positive and growing uh way but a lot of people don't, and it's the same thing with communication, I think, where it's you can't just assume that people are going to learn how to communicate really well because there are so many people that grow up in um, fucked up households, and they're dealing with parents that are um, you know, either whatever, whatever the situation is, they're, they're in a family with mental illness, they're yep. with addictions, yep. whatever it is, um, and that's the environment and the style of communication that's going on in their developing years is so like off and negative and destructive, whatever, whatever it is. And it's like, how, how are those people going to learn like just without uh, somebody else's help? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm trying. That's uh, I don't fucking know <laughs> because the, we all fall back into this. You know what it is? Honestly, this is the real question: Will we ever fucking change? No. But I think that's. I think we will. I think it's just. Oh, it's slow. Bullshit. We want to no, change we just, quicker. No, we won't change. Guess what? Will some people change? Some people will do this fucking things, and some people will be able to talk better than other people and do those things. We're still gonna, as a whole of people, fall victim into the same thing because everybody cares about themselves collectively. No one's gonna do any fucking difference to make the change. Do it. This. It's easier for a politician to lie to you to get them to get their way, and it's easier for them to lie to somebody else to make this. Blah 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 blah. blah. Things are built off fucking lies and ease and communication of fucking. <laughs> 
not having to deal with shit. Convenience is the biggest fucking number one seller. I'll fucking sit on my ass, jerk off, fucking buy a fucking robe to come in on fucking Amazon. Have it let it come in. The next time we'll come on that and fucking get something else off the internet. It's the fucking easiest thing. It's easier to fucking jerk off and do nothing than it is to fucking make a difference. Yeah. That's the end of this fucking conversation. It's bullshit. It sucks. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're done. <sighs> Hi. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed my 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 little rant there and please let us know what you think. You can uh you can he- email me directly at don'tknowwomen at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at don'tknowwomen. Uh, I'd love to hear what you have to say and um just know you're all my number one fans. Love you.